This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 703 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbors, Alex Edwards and Debbie Hughes, and they're with the Edison and Ford Winter Estates. Alex and Debbie, how you doing? Oh, we love today. We're great. How are yes. you? <laughs> Enjoy talking to you, Charles. Uh, great to have you on the show. And uh, I got to tell you that, that, and I'm sure you hear this a lot. I mean, my, my goodness, uh, Ford and Edison or Edison and Ford Estates, uh, one of our favorite locations, visits, uh, we're in Fort Myers Beach. And uh, often Barb and I are go, go, hey, you know, we haven't been to the, uh, the estates lately. And, and we head on over. In fact, we occasionally stop on over there just for the food truck the uh, the pulled pork sandwich so how crazy is that well we have we, we try to have good food we have a lot of festivals and <laughs> we enjoy having people come and just be on the property because the gardens are gorgeous yeah for sure for, and that, that was like the pleasant surprise for us for our first visit um i mean obviously the, the history and the story and the museum but my lord the Horticulture. I mean, the, the the all the different trees and all that. I'm sure you're going to get into. So I'm I'm going to zip it and let you guys better describe the the real treat you have there. And and everyone here in Fort Myers, uh, Southwest Florida, has advantage uh, the ability to visit. So let's start with the Edison and Ford Winter Estates. Fill us in. All right. Well, Alex, let, why don't you tell everybody what we really are? So yes, um, Edison and Ford Winter Estates is a 20 acre historic site. So we have botanical gardens. We have a 15,000 square foot museum that showcases many of Thomas Edison, Henry Ford's inventions. I'm sure many people have heard of the phonograph, which is the first device that can record and play back sound. So we have a whole gallery um, dedicated to music and sound equipment. Um, Edison, uh, most popular or um, profitable patent um, was on the storage battery. So we have some information um, related to that as well. That's interesting. So yeah. the museum has about seven different galleries. We also have an original botanic research laboratory from 1928 adjacent to the museum that was really mainly focused on um, rubber research. So Edison's main goal in Fort Myers was to try to find a natural source of rubber here in the United States. So a lot of his research in Fort Myers was dedicated to the Edison Botanic Research Corporation, which was founded to find um, that source of rubber. And we also, across the street on the river side of the property, we have the actual Edison main house and the guest house where he entertained different presidents such as Herbert Hoover, you had Henry Ford, who was a guest, as well as uh, Harvey Firestone. And then right next to the Edison estate was Henry Ford's home, uh, which he purchased in 1911 from a New York financial manager. His name was Robert Smith. And he moved um, to Fort Myers just to spend a little bit more time with Edison and assist him with the Edison Botanic Research Corporation, which was founded in 1927. And including with some of that rubber research, because Edison was so interested in anything that he could learn from nature, he planted all different kinds of plants here to see if they had rubber. And a lot of it had to do with uh, that white milky sap that comes from a lot of plants, for instance, the poinsettia, the banyan tree, that has <laughs> a lot to 
thought they could tap it and yeah. get rubber directly from it, but they actually found out goldenrod had more percentages of that latex to make rubber, which was important for rubber tires. And Firestone had a lot to do with that too. Yeah. So they came up with uh, every kind of plant known to man was planted here in Fort Myers. And we have even weeds that he's tried. So wow. we're always on the search for new plants and anything that Edison did research on is, is amazing here. Wow. I, I got to tell you, we, uh, when we visited there in 2016, one, we, we were blown away by the banyan tree. And there were little banyans, maybe, I don't know, five or six yes. inches tall. So we're like, what the heck? Let's, let's get I one. Yard, though. Oh, it gets better. Of I, oh, We wow. certainly did. First, we started just, you know, for maybe six months. It was in the whatever, you know, yeah, um, pottery thingamabob. And then we're like, hey, we should just plant this in the front yard. Oh, and man. now the tree, what's that, six years later? So a six inch tree. You can barely see our two-story home, which wow. we love because the shade is awesome. We park our car under it. It's cool, get but it gets better. Arborist. Get to know a good arborist, okay? It gets better. It gets better. Well, they're so easy to trim. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> like you could take a butter knife, I, I, but the I, sap I is amazing. Just <laughs> great. Ours is almost 100 years old, so it has yeah. a lot of work done to it. So but good luck. So then we, you know, lesson not learned yet. Barb cuts off two branches, just little branches, wow. sticks them in the backyard. Actually, three. Oh, All no. three of them took. And they're now growing in our backyard. You so, have a yard. Wow. Yeah. We should change <laughs> I our. I think we need some other trees besides those. <laughs> we have others. <laughs> we got to have a forest. Well, just so you know, the banyan tree is probably the most visited banyan in the whole United States I because it. Uh, South Florida has all these tropicals that we can grow. We're really more tropical than most any place else uh, besides Miami and the Keys and all. But if you go north of here, you really can't see a lot of uh, ficus trees like that. Yeah. Or any of the flowering trees we have are gorgeous right now. There's just yeah. so many to yeah. choose from. Yeah. We are the city of Palms in Fort Myers, of course. So we have over a hundred different types of palms here on the property, which I think wow. is so really fun to see. And every kind of plant imaginable. I mean, fruit trees and flowers and fragrant plants and a moonlight garden. It's nonstop. You yeah. will, I, just the other day when, uh, you see, I, I live here practically in the garden because that garden is never goes to sleep when you think about it. They're always growing. They're always needing something. So a couple of visitors came by and said, oh my gosh, I had no idea the gardens were this beautiful. Thank you so much for making this beautiful, joyful place to be in because they're outdoors. The weather was beautiful. They don't have to worry about, uh, you know, wearing a mask or anything outside. They're, they feel comfortable. They just loved it. And I was thinking, that's what we do this for. We do it for people to come and enjoy the outdoors. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. It Again, just can't say enough. And the fact that it's right on the river, you've got that whole view. And um, so how about just real quick, your journeys? I mean, how did you both end up at Edison Ford? And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your day to day there. So I was actually born and raised in Fort Myers, Florida. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother has actually been involved at the estates for so many years. Yeah. Uh, preservation means a lot to her. And she's done a lot of work to restore the Ford home. 
So everything that she really did really inspired me. And as a child growing up, she constantly shared information with me about the estates. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't very passionate about history growing up. So when she told me about this place, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, Edison was the one who perfected the light bulb, but I didn't really kind of know much about it. Well, I did have the opportunity to attend summer camp here in fourth grade. Um, I attended with my sister and my cousin, and we had a great time. You know, we learned about the banyan tree and, you know, did different kind of skits um, with other children just to really kind of learn about the site. And several years later, when I was in a sophomore in high school, um, I needed some volunteer hours. So I decided to apply to be a camp counselor And, you know, I really enjoyed working with the students, being on the site, just getting to walk around and see all the different types of plants. And I said, I would really love to work here and just learn more about the history of this place because it really kind of makes Fort Myers stand out. And it truly um, has, it really makes Fort Myers, you know, very unique um, in comparison to other different cities. So I really wanted to connect further with my town's roots that I grew up in. So in 2016, they were looking for internships in the membership department. So I actually started working with the membership department and, you know, I would go through the newsletter and, you know, take some time to learn about the site. And I, through that internship, I had the opportunity to become a site historian which really kind of allowed me to learn about all the unique history that was involved in this site, about Edison's rubber research, his interest in botany, his interest in movies, cement. It was just fascinating to me, you know, everything that this man did. So I had the opportunity to be a site historian for several years and really just kind of connected with the history of this site. And a couple years later, you know, I had the opportunity to move into our marketing department since I got a, that was her degree. <laughs> um, marketing degree from Stetson yeah. University in 2017. So um, I've been in the marketing department um, ever since that time. And I continue to learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, so it's wow. an amazing experience. She actually yeah. takes pictures of our flowering trees and posts them on our Facebook page. And so she's learning about trees now too. Yes. And it's just <laughs> amazing. I love looking at all the flowers and I'll look at all the botanical names and the common names and you know, I drive down, you know, McGregor Boulevard, um, you know, that very historical road right. in Fort Myers. It actually used to be a dirt cattle trail and all point out trees yeah, for my family. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I learned that through working at Edison Ford. So yeah, you know, it really kind of has really influenced um, who I am as a person and yeah. really helped me kind of grow my confidence and learn. And I'm, I'm just telling you, she is so right. History. <laughs> I, I grew up in Illinois. I did not grow up in Florida. I was a physical therapist. I moved to Florida, especially South Florida. And because other parts of Florida are nice, they're beautiful, but they don't have the diversity that we have in the garden. The, the botanicals here are beyond compare. We have things from all over the world. So you really get to travel when you come to South Fort Myers, I mean, South Florida, you get to travel to all these places where these plants would have been growing and now they're here. Mm. And I didn't even get that interested in flowers and plants or any botanicals until I moved here. 
and I became uh, obsessed with my own garden. And then I took lots of classes. I already had a master's in physical therapy and exercise physiology. So now I exercise and do therapy on plants. That's just a different way. There of you go. It. Yeah. And I literally, they don't talk back quite as much as people do. So it's a lot easier. <laughs> and I love to teach about plants. I want everyone to have beautiful gardens here. Mm. And when people move here, they don't really know about how to garden because they come from other places in the world. Uh, we, we have people from Germany that come and, and shop in the garden shop and they they have a different kind of uh, climate where they're from or anybody mm -hmm. that grew up in Minnesota. So they need to learn how can I grow vegetables here? How can I grow herbs? It's a totally different season for them. They're growing vegetables in the summer in the north. Well, mm -hmm. we don't grow them in the summer as much. We grow them in the winter mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like- yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way. I tried to plant yeah. tomatoes in the summer. It didn't go well. No work. You can, <laughs> okra, you can do sweet potatoes and collard greens, but but no tomatoes. <laughs> you gotta, everything funny. kind of flipped around. Yeah. So when I moved here, just the opportunity to see all these incredible plants, just it really came alive. And it's now my passion to, to help others learn. So let's jump to myths, misconceptions. What do you hear? about the, the estates, museums, whatnot, maybe Ford and Edison that you can speak to and maybe straighten out our audience. I got a funny one. The other day, somebody asked me, was Gerald Ford living here? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, wow. no, it happened to be Henry. That was a different time period. That's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. What about Alex? What I would say a major one, especially as um, having been a tour guide for so many years, is many people believe that Edison actually invented the light bulb. Exactly. That is actually not true. Um, Edison perfected the light bulb. So before Edison patented his electric lamp in 1879, there were light bulbs in existence, but they were more similar to arc lamps and they only burned for three to four seconds on average. <laughs> so people didn't time. really hear about them. So Edison really created the first practical light bulb using, uh. at first he came up with a carbonized cotton filament, which burned for 13 hours, which is pretty good in comparison to three to four seconds, but, yeah. you know, still didn't really even last, you know, a full day. So he continued to experiment with different filaments. I mean, hair, cardboard, um, different botanicals, including bamboo and bamboo. Mm -hmm. He would actually uh, shave it down and use the fibers of the bamboo as a filament, carbonize it. And with the bamboo filament, he designed a light bulb that can burn on average for 500 to 800 hours on average. Wow. But that didn't stop there. Many people think Edison just came up with the light bulb, but he designed entire electrical systems. I mean, you had the sockets, yeah. fuses, the um, ampermeters, which measured and read the electricity that people were using. So he oh designed God. entire electrical systems that actually could, you know, power, you know, different offices, homes. Yeah. He actually bought electric power to his home 11 years before the city of Fort Myers got power in 1898. So the city of Fort Myers, their power was established by the Seminole Canning Company. So in 1887, all 349 citizens came to witness Edison light his property because it was the first time Fort Myers um, had electricity before they relied on gas and kerosene lamps. So really amazing what Edison did. Yeah right after coming to Fort Myers. I mean, he arrived here in wow. 1885 and two years later, he already designed an entire electrical system to power his home. 
I mean, really, he was an amazing person all around. It's almost yeah. like he traveled back in time. He was from the future because the things he yes. did yeah. were so far ahead. Yeah. I mean, you could compare him to Steve Jobs, I suppose, who worked with the, you know, got the computers off and running. Mm -hmm. So Edison was more than just the light bulb. There was so much more. Yeah. He didn't stop there. I mean, all the things he created too was, you know, furniture and cement. And there's people I think are amazed when they come here and realize he had 1,800 and 1,093 United okay. States patents. Yeah. 49 of them were related to cement. I mean, you had wow. more than 400 just related to lighting. I mean, you could go on the Edison Rucker's website is a really good resource that we use here at the estates all the time. Um, we really take pride in using very reputable sources and producing information that's historically accurate. You go on that website and you can see the list of all the different fields that Edison had patents in. And it's very extensive. I mean, you had telegraphy, the telephone, music and movies, cement, batteries, the batteries yeah. is a big and one more. too. What did he say about uh, I put my I put my money on solar or something like that? Because you know he was delving in that a little bit too. Hmm. He had battery powered carts that he used in his factories. Uh, he was way ahead in the battery business before he even thought about it. Now, yeah. now it seems to be the the, the way to go yeah. uh, at least for renewable energy. So wow, wow, he well, loved see what's going on now. I'm sure he would have a lot to say. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And a lot based on the technology today that oh, he yeah. could recommend for, yeah, he'd have a field day. Uh, so how about when it comes to uh, challenge? Uh, you know, I know you, you had mentioned off air, you know, the challenge with COVID and all that, you know, what, what tell us a little bit about that and, and or other challenges that you guys have experienced and gotten through. Yeah. So I would definitely say, I mean, Debbie and I have different experiences at the estates because yeah. we work in completely different roles. You know, my role is, you know, more of like an office role and, you know, Debbie's always out in the gardens, mm -hmm. but COVID definitely was, you know, when you think of challenges, COVID was definitely a big one. And I think it really encouraged a lot of businesses to be creative and innovative. I mean, we are very fortunate because we have 20 acres of gardens that people could walk through, even if they didn't feel comfortable, you know, right. being inside, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, close to people. So we had that benefit, but we were actually closed for two months um, during COVID, but we still wanted to produce content that could kind of give people relief from the stress of COVID. You know, we wanted to be a place where people could go to, to just continue to learn and, you know, relax and, and try not to think about think everything themselves going on. So mm -hmm. we really had to be creative and, and um, you know, really think outside the box. And one program that we launched was a Facebook program, and it was called Edison Ford Goes Virtual Series. So we posted a series of videos on Facebook every week, just highlighting the different history of our site. And people really loved that. So they were able to connect with our staff and site historians you know, even when the site wasn't open, we launched a monthly digital discussion series. It's free that we still do. It's typically on the second Tuesday of every month at 1030 a.m. Our site program manager, her name's Holly. She'll do research on different subjects. So that's something that people can connect with if, you know, they can't physically come to the site. You know, we try to offer, you know, specialty tours if you know, someone's not feeling comfortable with touring around other people, you know, they're welcome to contact our site and they can schedule they can schedule a private tour. Um, there is a different, there is a, a different fee for that, 
But if people just want to tour with their family and not go on a tour with other guests, they're welcome to do a private tour. So, you know, we try to be as accommodating to different people's needs as possible. So, yeah, it was we really had to kind of come up with ways that we could still be relevant and engage people when COVID was really in the height of, of everyone's minds. So we had a totally different experience in the garden because plants don't care about, yeah, they don't care that they still bloom. They still need care. So I was in the whole time and really people use the garden as refuge. Uh, Mm. That was when our garden shop, when we finally did open, we had so many people come and shop because now they want to work outdoors. They want to work yeah. outside. They see the benefits of something to do with, they connect with the plants somehow They give them hope and future yeah. and it only gets them away from worrying about everything. Yeah. Um, I think for us, we increased our business in the garden because of that. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I hope that continues because I love that people want a garden. There's nothing greater. Exercise the, keeps your brain going. You're learning about new plants. Uh, you learn what you do right, what you do wrong. Yeah. Uh, and it's like share with every, others. every day you see something new with your plants. You know, it's oh, really, yeah, uh, yeah, Always. yeah. new our surprises, biggest, right? Our biggest problem is hurricanes. And mm. I'm not saying we have them all the time, but you really get sad uh, yeah. when you see a tree that you've just nurtured mm. along and then it, it gets blown over, but there's always new ones to plant. Um, we planted a hundred new trees and there'll be new trees for the future. Yeah. There's, a, there's an old joke that they say, when was the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? Yeah. You know? So yeah. continue, <laughs> we plant for the future. Everything that we have here that Edison planted, we always plant a sister tree, we call it. Yeah. And then, we know that that will live on because if the one that Edison planted is getting older, because they only live a certain period of time, the banyan tree is over a, close to a hundred. We yeah. don't know how long that'll live. So we always have something for the future. And I hope that continues once, once I leave. Yeah. So we did the right thing then in planting one, two, three, four banyans, <laughs> Got a, a sister, a brother, and a cousin. Talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Alex and Debbie, I know we have listeners who want to get out there or at least want to learn more and get on the website and all that. What's the best way for them to uh, get in touch? I would definitely say um, definitely connect with us on social media and on our website. Um, You could just go to our Facebook page, Edison Ford um, FL. We have, you know, very up to date information. Um, We post about all of our events different um, parts of the property. So it's also informational posts. And you can also visit our website, edisonford.org. We always post the most up-to-date, relevant information um, on our website as well. So that's what I would recommend. You can also call our main line at um, 239-334-7419. You can become members. Then we got a newsletter out there. Uh, We have garden classes. And there's a lot of uh, activities that are... uh, beneficial for members because they get a little cheaper rate for just any of our classes. We have a garden class the second Saturday of every month. Uh, We just had a topic on different bulbs you could plant in South Florida. We're going to talk about bromeliads in June 11th. We always um, have uh, garden festivals and gosh, what else do we do? Oh, you Uh, got the, uh, the parade, right? The electric. uh, We're going to have that. that? We're going to be part of that next year in February. We're going to probably have a balloon. We were thinking a balloon, what? like a light bulb balloon, like Whoa. the way they did the Macy's parade. 
Wow. Wow. Having okay. a balloon. <laughs> what happens with that? It's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, terrific. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And uh, I'm sure we'll, when Barb and I are out there next, we're due for a trip. So we'll definitely uh, keep an eye out and say hi. And I know our oh, listeners yeah. will do the same. Yes, we can talk about the banyan. <laughs> yeah, you can help us out there. Good job, Alex. <laughs> no one else will probably buy another one. Jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys take care. Very you much. too. Thanks Thank for, you so much. Thanks for hosting us. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.